Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello, Course Wizards. Welcome to another episode of the Course Wizards with your wizards, Amit and Chris. What's up, Chris? <laughs> hey, Amit. Glad to be a wizard with you. <laughs> yep, I just uh, received my magic wand today. All right. <laughs> that, and Will that help you create courses faster? Nah, man. <laughs> you have to go through the grind. You have to go through the grind. <laughs> there is no shortcut to success, as I have learned. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it helps when you speak the language of the people who are wanting to buy from you. Oh, funny you should say that. <laughs> so that is what oh, we are is? talking about today, how to speak your oh, customer's that? language. Uh, why would you want to do that, right? So you want to speak the language they're speaking and you will hear this in copywriting that have the con- write that copy that's going to help your customers have the conversation which they're already having in their head. Uh, now, we're not going to get into copywriting in this episode, but what we're trying to talk about is how will this help you sell courses and how will this enhance the experience that your students are going to have so first thing i would say is create your ideal customer avatar or persona what does a customer persona even look like and i'll give you an example chris my ideal here's my two ideal avatars slash personas right for my new course that i'm creating my first ideal persona is Brad. Brad is 27. He works as an experienced Salesforce admin, and he would like to level up his Salesforce knowledge. And then we have Linda. She's about 25, and she's brand new to Salesforce. But she is a Salesforce admin, and she doesn't know yet that she wants to become a consultant and has recently started exploring the Salesforce world. So these two people are my avatars, and every time I create a lesson, a blog post, a YouTube video, I only need to talk to Brad and Linda. And that's it. Hmm. That's my ideal customer. And everyone I talk to is generically going to fit in these two personas that I, in my mind, have created knowing what I know about my niche. Yeah, and that's really important because... If you know, when we talk about speaking your customer's language, we're really talking about understanding your customer, right? And and speaking to them in a way that they can understand. And if you don't understand who your customer is, if you haven't created that avatar like I'm just talking about here, then you might be speaking to someone in a way that they would understand, but not Brad or Linda, right? Because Brad or Linda have a certain qualifications, a certain uh, they they know certain things or they don't know certain things. But if you keep them in mind as you do every recording, you're able to speak to them in such a way that you know you're getting your message across to anyone who is like them. And that's that's a powerful thing. It helps keep you on track while you're recording. And it makes it more personable, right? So even when you're sending your yeah. emails, it shouldn't sound like you're sending it to the masses, even though the masses know that you have sent it to the masses. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And and as you're as you're communicating, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is don't get caught up in the lingo of whatever it is that you are 
teaching on. Okay. So for instance, I teach writing on my site and it'd be very easy to get caught up in the lingo of a bunch of fancy grammar words, you know, that's a, 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 a hanging participle or all this to dangling participle rather or all this kind of stuff. But you don't want to do that because that can alienate people. It make, can make people feel like they don't know what you're talking about. So don't get caught up in the lingo. If you have to use lingo, just be sure you uh, give a definition of it before you start talking about it. And really, you don't want to talk down to people, but you want to help them get from where they are to where you need them to be when you're talking. And you can do that by just breaking things down, right? Not talking down, but breaking things down um, uh, in a way that they can understand. And again, think of Brad, think of Linda or whoever your avatar is so that you can break things down, down for them. And then don't forget, you know, you are the authority. If the person is taking your course, it's because they wanted to learn what it is that you've got to teach. You kind of have to assume when you start teaching some of these things that your avatars may know nothing about what you're about to teach. And that's okay because you're here to take them to that next level, right? So you have to go ahead and teach like you're an authority. Don't feel like you need to apologize or, 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 or you know, that you're breaking it down too much. No, not at all. Not at all. You can speak to them in a way that they can understand from the ground up. And you're going to find that your customers are very satisfied customers because of that. I agree. Yeah. And then, and then when you teach, you know, there's, what's that old axiom? It's like, you know, say what you're going to say, then say it, then say what you said. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's the thing they say when you talk about public speaking, really it's kind of the same thing with this online training courses. You want to let someone know in each module, what you're going to teach, give them a brief overview, then teach it. Then remind them what you just taught, right? Give a wrap up at the end by sandwiching what you're teaching between an expectation of what's coming and a a recap of what you just said. It really, um, it it helps people come away from each lesson really feeling like they understood what it is that you were training on. That's That's a good point. Yeah. I have not been good at doing that. And I realized that towards the end of my course that whenever I would open up a lesson, I would just assume that someone has watched my previous lesson. So I would just go off for <laughs> that. And then slowly as I was I start starting watching those videos, once I would edit them, I'll just upload them. But as a student, when I started watching them, I was like, oh wait, I didn't even say what I'm like what they, they <laughs> what if someone just like starts in the middle because my course isn't going to be dripped. It's you know, have added. It's a binge watch. So what if they just go out of order? They might not know what I'm talking about if I don't say that in the beginning of my lesson. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and that's that's really, you're, you're kind of helping people ground themselves, you know, when, when you offer that uh, summary at the beginning before you actually get into it. And another thing I like to do is make the training that you have very demonstrable. Right. So if you're talking about Salesforce, like you teach on uh, sometimes Amit, you want to have that screen open and actually show people step by step what it is that they're doing. Have a demonstration of what you're doing. If you're, you're talking about training a dog, don't just have it be this ethereal thing about here's what you do. No, get a dog there in the room. 
right? And show how you do it. Train with the dog in the room. And so whatever you're training on, whether it's software or something else, or, or you're you know talking about public speaking or whatever, make it demonstrable so that people can actually see what you're doing and then follow that up. This is so good with actionable steps. Yeah. What is it the person watching can do right then to do exactly what you're doing, you know, say, okay, now, now that you've watched me create this web page, I want you to go open WordPress and create this web page. Do what I just did. Follow along with the video. If you want, right. Say those kind of things, give them actionable steps that they can take to actually do whatever it is you teach. Yeah. I like that. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that really is a reason you want to have your training be a digestible, you know, small chunks. I like to train in smaller videos. So I'll take, like, if I were to go somewhere and teach, I might talk for 45 minutes, let's say. But if I'm going to take that teaching and put it online, I'll often break that up into chunks of five minute teachings each. It's the same training, but it's just broken up into smaller training pieces. And I like that because it's very digestible. If they need to go back to a certain point, they can go back to a certain point, um, without it being, too much to handle, right? But even if you do one long video, still have points in there that can be digestible that they can take with them. Yeah. Have you ever been to the cinema before COVID and you're watching a movie and people check <laughs> their phones? Have you seen people do that? Yeah. All the yeah, time. Because people can't even sit through a movie without checking their phones. So don't don't make your training like an hour. As soon as I start that video, I'm going to be demoralized that, oh my God, I have to sit through this for one hour to learn something. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. My, my final yeah. thing would be that um, I've started incorporating micro quizzes. So instead of having a full-blown quiz at the end of your big course you can put in quizzes throughout the lessons and there are cool tools these days i think there's one on app sumo called intelli tv there's the interactor app and what they let you do is they let you create interactive videos where you can click elements within a video so you, you instead of doing a quiz with a traditional form software like google forms or question scout or type form you can make these interactive videos and you can ask your students a question and they get to select the answer on the screen right on your face. So not on your face, but you can put tiles and buttons <laughs> on the screen for them to interact with that quiz. And based on their answer, you can then take them to a different path and create a smaller video. Oh, I see you answered blue, but actually the uh, correct answer was red. And here's why the correct answer should be red. So it reinforces oh, the learning. Cool. Yeah, and it, it makes it, that's just it, is that this is, it's not about giving them quizzes so that you can grade them at the end. We're talking about using things like quizzes so that you can reinforce the learning points, so that you can help people get the, whatever you're teaching more ingrained, you know, the, so that they, when they leave, they'll be like, man, that course was great. I actually learned what I came to learn. And that's, that's exactly what you want to have happen. Yep. So, you know, it's funny. I'm going to do a recap here because we covered several points. But what I think is funny on it is that if you look at our podcast, we've actually started incorporating a lot of these things just into the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can, you can actually use this podcasting as an example of what we're talking about. Because first of all, you want to create your ideal customer avatar, right? You want to know who is it that you're speaking to. Yeah. 
You don't want to get caught up in the lingo. You'll see that Amit and I often try to take the complicated things, even like talking about avatars, you want to talk about what those are. You know, th this is a persona of, 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 you know, Brad is 27, Linda's 25, that kind of thing, and let you know exactly what those are. Also, you want to teach like you're an authority. Begin just assume that, hey, they may not know anything. You're going to help them, help them get there. Be sure to say what you're going to teach, teach it, and then say what you taught. And of course, make it demonstrable, have action steps, and make the training digestible. That's why we keep this podcast usually about 10 minutes, because we want you to be able to take what we've talked about and put it into action without being too overwhelmed with too many tools or too many thoughts. That sounds about right. Well, thank you all for tuning in and listening to the Course Wizards podcast. This is your host, Amit and Chris, signing off. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and we will catch you on the flip side. Keep creating. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.